Hey guys, Fernando Ramirez again, your host here to join you. And again, number 41 at fullback, Lorenzo Neal. Lorenzo, my man, how are we doing? Fernando, I'm doing great, man. I had such an awesome time last episode, you and I going down memory lane and just having fun talking about this Chargers upcoming season and just going down the previous season. What, what we were talking about a lot was Justin Herbert. You were just going through and telling me, what game you thought that he meant that this was that is going to take over as a starter. You were talking about how just the fans and how the coaches didn't know for sure this guy was going to be able to hold it down. And then I think you said, what about the fourth or fifth game, that Carolina game? It was that uh, a game that you said, hey, this is our starter. Anthony Lynn came out and said, we're not turning back. And uh, the rest has been history and end up being rookie of the year. All the great things he'd done. And I know we talked about that, Fernando, but um, I know we're going to get into a little bit more because I kind of wanted you, since you're up close and personal with the Chargers and, you know, the beat writer and working for you know ESPN and you know, um, working for the magazine, the company that you're working for, Sports Illustrated, and being hearing a lot of people from ESPN, different, uh, different people out there in your space, up close and personal, kind of wanted to get into a little bit about the man because we know what type of quarterback we know which he's shown that he can be Mm -hmm. but i imagine a lot of fans would like to know what how is justin herbert the individual what type of people skills how is he as an individual um so want to get into that but before we do that i would be remiss if you didn't tell the listeners about making some m-o-n-e-y talk about a little gambling what we got tell us about our read one of our sponsors, Bet Online. I mean, everybody loves making money. And I mean, right now, like I said, like you said, it's a downtime. There's no football, but there is NBA, college basketball. The NHL is in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. Man, we all know, uh, you're, you're Lorenzo, you're, you know the NBA world a little bit, and so do I. The Lakers are struggling right now, but hey, there's no AD. So can the Lakers bounce back and, and turn that around? You can bet on that. Are the Nets the, uh, the future NBA champions this season? You can bet on that. You can bet on all this stuff, Lorenzo. Bet Online even covers yeah. awards, TV shows, and reality TV. So Bet Online has hundreds of props with real-time odds and almost anything you can imagine. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Wow, that's awesome. 50% just by registering on your first bet. Go ahead and jump on Bet Online. It's an awesome website. I'm on there. Fernando, I know one day you're going to get signed up. I've been making oh, yeah. a little bit of money. We're going to make some money together. We're all going to make some things happen. Yep. Fernando, speaking of the Lakers, man, isn't it interesting kind of watching LeBron AD goes out for a couple weeks. Yeah. He takes off like a freight train, but you can just see the guy, you know, the wear and tear. He's more of a is, I mean, he still can go take over games, but you know, how much does that team miss Anthony Davis? Man, that and you know what? It, it LeBron and him have become I mean, when people talk about is that the greatest duo that LeBron or the greatest sidekick that LeBron's had, I I I think it you it has to be because LeBron and and right now the Lakers are struggling. They've lost four straight. And then you look at some of the other dynamics of the team. I mean, they have no rim protection. They they don't have that additional score. And then they don't have Dennis Schroeder either. So it's really hurt LeBron. I thought the Lakers were going to shut down LeBron for a little bit. Let him sit out two, three games. Let him rest. Get that body ready and 
And then when AD, or obviously have LeBron play in some of these games, but these games against Utah and some of this top, top talent, you should just have him sit and, and relax and let him rest a little bit. But, I mean, you, you know Lorenzo. LeBron, you. LeBron, no, LeBron's, I, LeBron's not wired to, that way. Uh, he's not, but, man, I'm with you there, Fernando. This is some of those yeah. games, like you're saying, why beat him up? Why the yep. wear and tear in a situation where some of these games, you know, he's going to have to exert a lot of energy yep. and they're still going to be in a losing situation. So I think you should shut him down and not let teams, you know, match up against him and save him from some of those games. I think they should do that. And I think a guy they missing, people are not talking about it, man, but what he did in rim protection and not a great starter, not saying that he's a starter and belongs to be a starter in this league, but he could come in and be a good backup and as a starter for a couple games. And that's none of the JaVel McGee. Not having JaVel McGee, that guy played above the rim. What he brought to the Lakers last year, that little extra, that liveliness, you know, some matchups he was he was horrible at, and then other ones he was just out absolutely amazing. What you what say you for that? Yeah, no, his athleticism is incredible. And the way he would just he like he would jump up so high and take the and block the the ball and everything. And it feels like Marcus is not really that kind of uh player. He was a couple of years ago defensive player of the year and everything, which LeBron says, I feel like he took my defensive player of the year award that year. But we won't get into that. But yeah, no, you can definitely <laughs> tell that uh you can definitely tell that they're missing JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, two yes. guys that were that were crucial. Yes. But there's a there's a couple of rumors out there that Dwight Howard might be uh let go by Philadelphia that it's not working. Hey, why don't we run why don't you run it back for a third time in the purple and gold? I mean, they could really use uh, a guy like Dwight Howard to come in and really take uh, take go up against some of these centers, uh, Joe Jokic and some of these other really good centers. Like having a guy like Dwight Howard could really help you uh, yeah. when it comes to that playoff run. Oh, don't don't be don't be surprised, brother, if if they go back if they release him because Styles <laughs> make fights, and that's a, another yeah. guy. Think about back in the day. There's a guy, the Worm, Dennis Rodman. You know, Oof. went to certain teams, went to Dallas, certain teams, and didn't play well for them. They're like, oh, man, he can't play. Oh, my God, the inter-Chicago Bulls, and look what he did. And I think that's what you have, like, with, when you're talking mm-hmm. about Dwight Howard, a guy that's past his prime, but you put him with good players, and you put him on a good team, and now he's just got – he doesn't got to be necessarily a scorer, but give up some good fouls, a rim protector, and I think that's what the Lakers miss as well. So I think that that is a guy, if the rumors are out there and they're true – and he's one of those guys that's out there. Look for the Lakers yeah. to say, hey, man, I'll take that guy. Let's run it back again. Why <laughs> not? Right? Why not? Number 18 sounds beautiful. 17 sounds cool, but 18 sounds even more beautiful for the Lakers. And you know <laughs> you know they want to pass the Celtics because of all these years of, oh, we're at 17. You guys are at 16. Well, now, buddy boy, we're tied up. And can you imagine <laughs> if the Lakers go out there and can can pass it up by one? But like we, like we said, Lorenzo, that Brooklyn team is, is serious. They that Brooklyn team, they, that Brooklyn uh, team. Oh my woo, God! Kyrie, <laughs> when he when that dude wants to play, yeah. he's something fierce, dude. That dude is the microwave. He will twist guys up and just make them look silly. But man, it's just gonna be a great basketball season. So yeah. man, like I said, see, you look at that. You guys didn't know. I know this is the football show, but me and Fernando <laughs> just went down a little basketball, so we can give you guys some picks too, little basketball tippers too. So hey. Hang in there, folks. Hang in there. You got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Ben Fernando's going to be bringing it all year oh, long. Yeah. Oh, Sometime yeah. Sometime twice, maybe three, maybe even four. Hell, if it gets good enough, we might even go five times Let's a week it. on this Let's podcast. So we're just going to keep growing. But with that being said, 
All right. All right, Charger fans. I know what you want, and we're getting ready to give it to you. You talked about last show episode. We talked about the young quarterback, the young phenom, what he was able to do. How well was he able to step in, take control of this team, and really show why he became the rookie of the year? When you think about what they have, when you think about Mr. Oregon and what he's been able to do, what is it off the field that you like about this guy, Fernando? Tell the listeners how he is as a person. Well, let me tell you, Lorenzo, for a franchise to go from Drew Brees to Phillip Rivers to Justin Herbert, wow like like literally you're going from like they found i mean and obviously breeze didn't stay much uh very long like philip rivers did but to go for three franchise three potential franchise quarterbacks that's incredible and and kudos to the franchise for finding those three guys but justin herbert the person is is different and you know before the draft we heard oh he's not a leader he's not this he's not that he's shy he uh he doesn't like he's uh, an introvert that is furthest from the truth. And and I, I felt bad for him because, I mean, I, I spoke to his father. I, I wrote a story after uh, he was thrown in for that Chiefs game. And I talked to his father and I asked him about Justin. And he's like, man, that's furthest from the truth. He's like, we didn't really pay attention to any of that stuff. And neither does Justin. And you asked Justin, and he said, yeah, I didn't pay attention to any of that stuff. So when you talk to his teammates, they said that he's really stepped up this season. That at the beginning, yeah, he was a little quiet when it came to, uh, like, he would give off the play and that's it. But then towards the end of the season, he'd be like, "Guys, okay, let's go out there, let's do this, let's let's uh, let's um, let's let's try and change it up a little bit." And like he'd really motivate guys. But Justin Herbert, the what really got fans going was his vi- victory briskets. That is what no. really got the guys going. Oh, and tell us about the victory man, briskets. <laughs> <laughs> man, we were we were talking about, and I remember he was talking about it one. T- he posted on social media. After they beat, I believe they didn't do it. He didn't do it for the Jacksonville game because of the wildfires. He did it after the Jets victory and he posted a victory brisket. So we asked him about it and he's like, yeah, I mean, I just did a victory brisket. No, no big deal. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Was it a big deal? We made it a big deal. The Chargers made it a big deal. So it turned into a big deal. So Justin said that. Uh, once they got on that hot run, that guys were like, come on, dude, bring us some brisket too. Cause he lives with, uh, uh, chargers fullback, Gabe neighbors and, uh, a practice squad, uh, guard, Nate Gilliam. They all, they all live in a, in a house together. And he said that only those three guys were benefiting from briskets and everybody's like, Justin, we want some too. So he would bring, he would bring goodie bags for everybody with some brisket in it. And all, all the guys loved it. So that really showed a different side of Justin that fans just loved. Obviously, you love the persona, you love the uh, you love the player that's on the field, but the brisket really showed his uh, different side of him. So fans really gravitated to that. So Justin is really the full wow. package that the was Chargers have been looking he, for. Was he cooking the brisket? He yeah, was he was. Traeger, Traeger, Traeger Grill Traeger? Uh, on a Traeger oh, Grill. Traeger? Oh, I got a Traeger. Those and, things are awesome. Fernando. And he got a sponsorship off of it, so hey. <laughs> Did he really? Well, yeah, he shoot, Fernando, what the heck? You need to get us that Traeger, baby. I know. Let's go. I know. We need to. We need to be smoking <laughs> well, with. We need one of those, right? <laughs> we need to be smoking some brisket with Justin. Get get him on the show and smoke some brisket. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We we hey Fernando, you know we definitely going to get him on the show. We're going to yeah. get a lot of these Chargers on this on, on this show. We know we're going to do that. It's just great to be able to you know be able to chop it chop it up with you. You know me. You know. Uh, still being a Charger fan and loving that place, a retired Charger, and 
and been had had a lot of great places that I love, you know, from Nashville, Tennessee, the great Eddie George and Steve McNair, all those guys that played with playing with Corey Dillon, Cincinnati, and you know, all the Saints, the Dome Patrol, Ricky Jackson, Pat Swelling, Sam 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 Mills, all those great teams, Baltimore Ravens that I were able when I was able to play with and guys I was able to meet and have relationships. It was something different about that Charger team, man. I tell you, I love those guys. I mean, I love, you know, Ludanian, arguably one of the greatest running backs, top five, if not higher running backs of all time. And just to have him as a personal friend and one of my best friends still today. Yeah, it was just awesome, you know, blocking for the great LT, Ladanian Tomlinson, and just what he brought to the table. And just being, it was something different about that team. I played for a lot of great teams, you know, that, like I mentioned, the Buccaneers, Mike Allside, the Chargers, of course, the Ravens, and, you know, the Saints all those teams and all these opportunities that I had, but that charger team, man, it was special. And we're going to get yeah. some of those guys from yesterday years on the show. And a lot of the guys that are still on the team now, but with that being said, Fernando, when we're looking around the scope of the national football league and you think where is, and what should this team, this charger team be thinking about right now? Let's ask you now, since you're in the media, you know, you hear a lot of things out there. Tell the fans what you're hearing, but if you're the GM, what are you thinking this team needs, especially in free agency, not the draft, yeah. but free agency now? Well, Lorenzo, when when, when Anthony Lynn was fired, um, I remember Tom Telesco admitted, he's like, the, the offensive line needs work, and he was 100% right. The offensive line last year was, I, I believe, 34 first in the nfl again uh pass blocking and 32nd uh run blocking man it, and with justin herbert scoring 36 touchdowns can you imagine if he had a top 10 nfl offensive line he might have done even better but yeah no well like you said there are rumors out there i mean uh packer center Corey lindsey today to the um to Sirius XM said on free agency, we're not closing the door on anything. We'd never do that, especially to the Packers. It looks like all signs point towards snapping the ball somewhere else next year. If it doesn't work out, I wish them the best. Man, I'll tell you one thing. He was he was one of the top centers last year. The Chargers could use a guy like Corey Lindsay in their locker room and on that offensive line, manning the offensive line. They had Mike Pouncey a couple of years ago in 2018, and Pouncey was with the team still 19 and 20, but he, he suffered injuries. When you had a leader like Mike Pouncey on the offensive line, it changed everything. And I mean, you saw it. You had Nick Hardwick. You were with the Nick Hardwick era, and then they had Nick Hardwick. But they really, uh, they've been missing that kind of, of uh, leadership from the center position. So Corey Lindsay is one of those guys that you're hearing a lot that the Chargers could be connected with. And then another guy uh, that fans are clamoring for are Orlando Brown. Uh, he's a, a left tackle from the Baltimore Ravens. They moved him to right tackle because they had... Um, they had drafted Ronnie Staley. And so he's at right tackle, but he's like, I want to get moved to left tackle. And I mean, Lorenzo, you know, there, there is kind of a pay difference between left tackle and right tackle. So uh, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN came out today and said, Orlando's, uh, Orlando Brown's representatives have begun exploring trade possibilities for a player eyeing a full-time role at left tackle per source. The Ravens are aware of those plans. Plenty of teams will be in the market for a left tackle in the coming weeks and months. Man, I'll tell you a team. I, Lorenzo, you know a team, and I know a team that could use a left tackle like Orlando Brown, uh, and that's the Chargers. The Chargers could definitely use a guy like Orlando Brown at left tackle, especially because of all the of all, of everything that was going on last year. At times, Justin Herbert was under duress. His athleticism and his arm 
were able to rescue them in a couple in a lot of situations but you can't let your franchise quarterback take some of these hits that justin was taking last year and i feel like the chargers finally need to do something about that offensive line so um definitely those are two names to look out for when it comes to the chargers uh orlando brown from the baltimore ravens and, and Corey lindsey from the packers those two guys yeah. automatically would add some juice some much needed juice to this offensive line no question. When you think about a court, when you're, of course, they would both add so much juice. But if you look at, if you said, which is the needed most, is, is it hard? Because, you know, the center, when you build in baseball, you build from middle out. You build, you get catcher, pitcher, uh, you know, uh, um, center fielder. You think about that. That's how baseball, basketball, same way. You want to make sure center used to be center. And be, and football is the same way. You want to make sure you got your center. You want to make sure you got your quarterback. Because the center is very, very important. He makes yeah. the calls. He makes get the signals, get those in. He points out who's the mic. If you said, hey, look, this team has to pick between one because you know you can't. I know that Christmas list, you got a quarterback that's going to be the franchise yeah. quarterback for a while. Your Christmas list is going to be big. But what can they afford and which one do you think would be more valuable to this team right now? I, I think, Lorenzo, you, you have to go with Lindsey. Uh, he's a veteran. He's a veteran setter in, in this league, and obviously Orlando Brown is very talented. But Lindsey's a veteran. He's a guy that can really help Justin adjust and kind of scope out what he sees from the defense, and they can work well off of each other. The Chargers also have uh, the 13th pick in the draft, so they could go find a franchise uh, left tackle. And another thing is, Orlando Brown is going to need to be paid. He's he, this is his last year under his rookie contract, so he will have to be paid. Uh, and the charge would have to give him a new contract. So if you do pay Lindsay and you do pay Orlando, that's a lot of money coming in and, and much needed on that offensive line. But if you could pay Lindsay and you get that leadership in there, and like you said, you build from the beginning, from the center spot out, then that would really help Justin out and they could uh, potentially draft the quarterback or the left tackle at the 13th position. Uh, or they can pop up in the draft, obviously, because there's a lot of talented left tackles coming out in this draft. So they could definitely wait if they say, you know what, you know what, let's just wait until the draft. We'll get our left tackle in the draft. Then, yeah, go ahead and do that. But Lindsey, to me, right now is the guy that you really do need, uh, especially right. with a young quarterback. Yeah, Fernando, and to add to that, and this is what, you know, I'll kind of tell you how, you know, how football works and kind of some of the things and you're like, you know, definitely want you to chime in and kind of give me your perspective. But with football, it's like you got to realize if you want to win, you try to do it with the quarterback, but you do it on his rookie court on his rookie contract yep. because you know they're going to have to pay the quarterback. So you're, once you once you once you give that quarterback twenty to twenty, sometimes fifteen to twenty percent of your your whole salary your your salary cap, you can't. You're going to elsewhere. You're not going to have to be. You're going to have to be flimsy. Yeah. Why the Niners? Look at the Niners with that run that they were getting ready to have. They understood because you were on a rookie deal. Think about think about the Rams on a rookie deal. Jared Goff able to come over to do things. Once you pay your quarterback, once that guy becomes that big time guy, you see you can't keep all your talent, and that's when you got to say, okay, what are we going to do? Because you know it, and I know it. Quarterbacks are they're different between the thermostat and the thermometer. You have some quarterbacks that are just thermometer, thermometer, thermometer. They just okay, here it is. It's just going to measure. It's just going to be right there. They're going to be evil kill. And then you have a then you have a thermostat. A thermostat's different because it regulates temperature. Patrick Mahomes, he regulates. You look at certain guys, Aaron Rodgers, you know, those guys, Brady, they're, they're thermostats. They can move the needle up and down. A lot of guys aren't. 
Goff's not that. You're looking around the league. You look at who some of the guys. Jimmy G, not a thermostat. He's a thermometer. They're good. They're just average to good guys. I think you have a thermometer, a thermostat in Justin Herbert. So yep. right now, you have to realize he played on his, on his rookie deal. The team's got control for the next four years. So you got you to gotta make some aggressive. You got to make a lot of moves. Uh, what say you? Because you know that day's going to come here in about three years. Gordon A's is going to be like, uh, you got to pay this guy. It's going to be a lot of money. So how would you look at this? Would you be aggressive now? Or would you roll the dice and continue to build slowly and not necessarily, you know, try to get great right now because you know you got this guy on a rookie deal? Lorenzo, I mean, we're doing this because we're both honest guys. Uh, you're going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. And I'm going to be honest right now. Tom Telesco's seat is starting to heat up a little bit. I mean, you had, uh, you've gone through your two head coaches. You're on your third. You, like you said, you have this rookie on a rookie deal. You have to go all in, man. You have to go all in. You have to get this kid more help on the offensive line. You have to really put in this work. You have to get him that. You have to get more speed on offense. You And I've said it. You need a third receiver, a fast, reliable receiver that you can add to this offense. You need to fix the defense. I am truly about you have to go all in this year and you have to make these moves because you're going to get left behind. You're in a city where you have to win. You know what Los Angeles is. You have to win. And not just because of that, but because of what you said. You have a rookie on a rookie deal. You have to take it 100% and try and take advantage now. Because if not now, when? When Justin has a $400 million contract and and you can't really go other places and you, you have the offensive line, but you may be mis missing some pieces on defense, but then you have some holes at different places. Right now is the time. That's why you gave Keenan Allen that contract. You gave Joey Bosa that contract. That is why you can, you can afford to pay those kinds of guys right now. So to me, Lorenzo, I'm an all-in kind of guy. That's why I don't go to Vegas, and that's why I don't gamble in Vegas because yeah. I'm an all-in guy. I, you have to go all-in on this kid. You finally have found your franchise quarterback. Man, there seems like the Jets that are still looking for their franchise quarterback since uh, Joe Namath, I mean, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> so you have right. to go all-in on this kid and say, you know what, Ten, we're going to ride you, and you're going to be our leader. Go all-in, get him that right. offensive line. When you're when you're saying that and you're looking at this team, do you think are they are in your opinion? You think this yeah. Charger team is that close? So you think if they get the right pieces, you really believe that this team right now can make a serious run getting the right pieces? Is that is that you are you that confident? And yeah, what are you going to do at your other linebacker position? Are we going to bring your Melvin? What's going on with with Melvs? Where yeah. are you at? What say you on that as well? You know what? I, I truly do think they're not far off, especially because last year I did look at it and I'm like, Tyrod is a very good quarterback. He's 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 been a veteran in this league. But when Justin went in there and the way they were like, Lorenzo, they're, they're four, five blown lead games away from being, uh, they would have been 12 and four. You're, you blew five big leads and you would have been 12 and four. I truly think that this team is not far off. I just feel like you need to add some pieces. And then like we were talking about last uh, last episode, you, you, you're, you're top heavy. You need to get a little bit more depth behind this team. But yes, I do feel like they're they're almost there. Melvin Ingram uh, is a great guy, and like I like I said last episode, he's a guy that I've I've leaned on heavily uh, throughout my years, but uh, covering the team. But I just don't know if 
I don't know if they're going to be able to pay him unless he decides, hey, you know what? I'd rather take a pay cut and play here. I feel like a team will offer him $11 million, $10 million, and I feel like the Chargers are going to say, you know what? I don't know if we're going to be able to afford that, especially us trying to get better on offensive line and, and at some other key positions. We heard today that J.J. Watt uh, is being offered uh, $15 to $16 million, so I don't think J.J. Watt's going to be in the cards either for, for this team, but I, I do feel like melvin is gonna have a market and it's gonna be a bigger market than the Chargers are willing to pay for but melvin has been a very serviceable uh outside linebacker defensive end he really has formed that perfect duo with joey bosa but i just feel like with the money that he's gonna that he's gonna command elsewhere i feel like it's gonna be too much for the chargers to to ultimately pay him right and when you look at melvin you know since we're on melvin and talking about this team and how they're going to rebuild and what's it going to take what is one of the things, what are several of the things that you love that he's can do? What are some of the things if the, if you're, if you're making a case for Melvin Ingram today, Fernando, what case are you making for Fernando? You're, you're Melvin's, I'm going to put you in, I'm going to put you in the, you're his agent. And you know what? <laughs> and I'm the GM. Sell me on Melvin. Why Melvin? Man, his athleticism is off the chain. Like this guy is something. He's he's a he's an athletic freak. The, the way he can bend his body, twist, move, it, it is incredible to really watch the way he goes about the game. Uh, Melvin is is he and I mean he's a workout warrior. He starts posting day, like they were. I think they were they were out of the playoffs. I think January. Well, obviously they didn't go to the playoffs, but right around the middle of January, he already started posting that he was working out with his guy down in. Uh, I think he I think he works out in, in Florida. So he was already working out. That's the kind of guy that you're getting with Melvin Ingram, the work ethic. He's gonna be one of those guys that kind of that he does he leads by example and he's one of those guys that'll tell guys, come on guys, let's like let's get in this. This game is not over yet. Let's do this. So honestly, Melvin is one of those guys that you truly uh, you can count on in tough situations, and that's what that's what you're going to be getting with Melvin Ingram, a guy that will really go out there and play his tail off, and he'll leave it all, all out on the field. So truly, whatever whatever team, if the Chargers bring him back, then that's great because it only helps Joey Bosa and the defense out. But if they can't, some team is going to get lucky and get somebody like Melvin Ingram, and he's really gonna um, he's really going to be able to to shine uh, and and help a defense out that is going to need uh, some pass rushing help. Super. And when you're talking about a guy like that and you're saying, okay, look, the markets might be anywhere from 10 to 15 million. Let's just say if that's the market where you're saying that it's going to be, and you're saying you can get two players uh, for that. Is it two pass rushers? Is it two one run stopper and one pass rusher at the end? What do you do? So what is, so in your, in your opinion, watching this team, if, if you're not going to bring back Melvin, and you're gonna you're saying that that salary can go to two players. What what is those what did those two players look like? What kind of players do you think they need to help get better? Because I'm not saying you're gonna replace him, but what can you bring in that's going to uh, that's going to help still keep this team uh, viable, still mm-hmm. keep this team maybe in the playoff hunt? In your opinion. Well, they have a guy in Uchenna Nwosu that they love from USC, and I feel like moving to a three-four might help somebody like him out get into that outside linebacker role and maybe help with the pass rush. But uh, I mean, maybe a, you look at a guy like Jadavion Clowney that got injured. His price tag has kind of gone down a little bit. Maybe you give him a one year prove it contract. Um, there's guys out there. I mean, there are pass rushers out there that you can go out and maybe 
hopefully they can re uh, re-energize their career, kind of like I said, Jadavion. But there are going to be some pass rushers there. There's pass rushers in the draft. They're heavy with them. Um, so there, there's gonna, there's gonna be, uh, there's gonna be a lot of pass rushers that they can go out and get, but truly you have Joey Bosa on one side, whoever lines up opposite of him is going to be one lucky guy. Cause Joey commands a lot on the defensive side of the football, but Lorenzo real quick, I wanted to talk about our newest sponsor, eBay, whether rare dead stock or the latest, uh, release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. Like I told you last episode, we were getting to know each other. I'm a Kobe. I'm a Kobe guy. I love Kobe <laughs> sneakers. So, uh, that the Mamba's my guy. So, um, so eBay is, uh, one of the original, uh, sneaker marketplaces. So when you shop at eBay, that's the place to go to cop your favorite pair. You've been eyeing. They protect sellers. They help you out. They have, uh, they verify the box logo stitching dozens of other inspection points that maybe you don't think about, but Hey, eBay's got your back and they look out for you. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers of $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to wow. ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's de best destination for discovering great value and unique selection. Uh, eBay does a great job. You know, they're they making do. sure that you get what you need out there and they're going to make sure that it's certified, making sure that you can see everything's verified. They're going to make sure you have that, yeah. um, making it easy for people that if you want to go online and shop and not just that, but being able to sell and not trying to sell, sell at fair market value, especially if you send over, spend over a hundred bucks, they're not going to make you upsell you and do those other things. That's what you got to love about eBay. So yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. That's something people got to get out there. And it check feels it out. like it, 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 the, the three things that were created was the fire, the wheel and eBay. Feels yeah. like eBay's been a, <laughs> around a long time. That was that was nice. That's definitely <laughs> nice. No, definitely nice. So yeah, definitely. If you guys are out there, get on eBay, go check it out. So, I'm excited. Well, shoot, yeah. before we get, get out of here, man, I was just, we're getting going down, you know, kind of talking about the Chargers and talking about, you know, maybe not be able to keep Ingram and understandably why uh, you did a great job of talking about that. But when you look at a guy like Joey Bosa and you say, okay, whoever's going to be opposite is going to be in a good situation. I agree. But what about, did you question the durability of Joey? A lot of times on first and second down, teams want to run at him and you and you see him off the field for long periods of time, long stretches. It, now not having a guy like a Melvin Ingram, how much does that hurt this defense? How are they in the trenches? And we're going to all in that. And we're going to, you know, we're, you and I, we're going to have to get into more research yeah. and look and see who's going to be out there because I just don't know, you know, with Joey Bolson, he's, is this, is this a guy that you want to play 70, 80 plays a game? I mean, how are you, this is a guy you invested a lot of money in Fernando. So yeah. I, 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 you know, sometimes trying to find that happy medium. What say you? Man, <laughs> I, I, I'm a, like I said, I'm a Melvin guy and I'm a Joey guy. Joey last year was dealing with a lot of injuries. I mean, he had shoulder, ankle, feet, this, that you, you name it and he had it. But you know what really showed me what, what kind of a player Joey is, is that he stepped up the last two years against the run and he's really been a run stopper. He has a lot of tackles for losses and two games stand out this year. The game against New Orleans, Joey wasn't supposed to play. That we thought going in that he was not going to play. They were going to be missing Joey. And Joey tells him, you know what? This is crucial. My team needs me. He goes out there and plays. He had a crucial sack on third down at the end of the, towards the end of the game. Um, 
and he sacks Drew Brees and and they were able to stop the Saints and I was like, "Oh wow, this is why you pay Joey that money." He's this season it seemed like he was the clutch guy, the guy that would come up with the clutch sack, clutch tackle, clutch fumble, something something you needed you needed a little bit of a spark and Joey was always there. So I feel like that's one of the most uh, but obviously like I said the most underrated part of his game is the run stopping so and I feel like he he really this year yeah the numbers might not be there but man he he made an impact when he was there um but definitely I I understand where you're coming from but I I feel like what what Brandon really is going to do is he's going to try and have a healthy rotation he's going to try and keep guys fresh you need a guy like Joey or and if Melvin's here you need a guy like Melvin that they're going to have to be fresh for the end of the game when you're going to need them the most and they go out there because this is what happened Lorenzo this year that's why they blew a lot of these leads right a lot of their guys were hurt during the game they had no pass rush at the end of the game so guys like Drew Locke Drew Brees, Tom Brady, those guys ate the Chargers uh, secondary for lunch yep. because they had no pass rush. So, like you, like I, 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 along with you, am concerned a little bit about that pass rush and how they're going to be able to to um, to improve this season. But Joey is their guy, and and Tom Telesco and the Chargers feel like Joey's their their staple guy, and 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 he got paid like it. So it's going to be interesting to see what what uh, what steps he takes this season to keep on improving. Yeah, and I and I and and, and and with all due respect, Fernando, I wasn't saying that he's not oh, a no, great no, no. player. Yeah, I think no. he's a phenomenal player, like you're oh, yeah. alluding to. I just think that you know what, if you're talking about the depth and the rotation and all those different things, and now you know you went and got Joey Bosa. Thank God you have had yeah. Joey Bosa, and now that affords you to let Ingram go because if you didn't have necessarily a, a Joey Bosa, you have to keep one uh, an Ingram. <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know, Joy Bosa makes Ingram expendable. And so, but you're not necessarily, so I'm just trying to look at this team and we'll get into it again, you know, next show yeah. and really start talking about, we'll target next week, we'll, this next, the next show, we'll really target defensive line, offensive line, and start talking about not necessarily the draft, but just guys that are free agents. So we'll do that and then, you know, hit us up, hit me at Lorenzo Neal, you know, uh, I'm 41 on my Instagram, you know, or you can Twitter at us, you know, Instagram, shoot us a shot. But we can ask us some questions. Who would you like to see this team go after offensively, defensively? Um, where did this team needs it? Where, where you think this team needs more help? So we'll get more into that, you know, in the next episode, because I think that there's a lot of things that this team has to address, not just starters, but depth as well. Yeah, no, Lorenzo, I completely agree. I'm at, at Real F Ramirez on Instagram and at Twitter. So whatever questions you guys got, we'll definitely uh, answer them. But I'm with you. There's a lot of questions that you have, and 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 we're going to have a lot of questions throughout this season about yeah, this team in the offseason. Yes, so we it's going to, like it's you said, <laughs> once we start diving into this, it's going to get so much fun. And, and we're going to be, and I'm a maniac. I mean, right here on my desk, I have notes, I have papers, I, know, I have so much I stuff. Know, I... My mom looks, my mom came in the other day and she's like, What is all this? I was like, It's my madness. You're lucky I don't put them yeah. up on the walls and get all crazy <laughs> with them. Beautiful <laughs> mind. I, the movie Beautiful Mind. Have exactly. You exa- beautiful. Yes, exactly. Yes, I, yes, yes. I, I told her I'm like Sherlock Holmes. I love I love all this stuff. I love looking up stats. I love looking up dollar signs and dollar figures. I mean, I'm not going to see any of those dollar signs or dollar figures, but hey, you have to look at all that stuff when you're looking at this stuff. So I I, I love it. I love diving deep into this and who should the Chargers go after and and where should they spend their money. So I, I I'm 100% with you. I'm excited for this. Oh, so am I, Fernando, and I can't wait to get into it, and especially when we break do a film. I mean, our listeners, they're in for a treat because you and I, were going to break down film together. You're going to show me plays and say, "Low, what happened on this play? So we're going to be able to, we're going to put some of our stuff up for, we're breaking it down. You don't understand, me and Fernando's going to bring it like no one has. We're going to diagnose plays. 
what's the difference between cover one, cover two, what the safety should be doing. And we're going to get into it because I know Fernando, Fernando wants to know that stuff and kind of get oh, it yeah. more in depth. And that's what I think our listeners want to. And so sometimes we think it's the, the sometimes we think it's the coach when it's the players doing something. Or sometimes you think yeah. the coach did something, and it's the players, so vice versa. So looking forward to this this long, this long we got a long off season. We're gonna be doing plenty of football. So you guys have any questions, be sure to hit Fernando, let him know what's up, and we'll try do our best to answer them. I'm with you, Lorenzo. And and honestly, like I told you the first time we talked, I'm your fullback. You're the running back. Yes, I'm, 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 I'm gonna open up these holes for you. So I'm excited. Let let's get this going. Hey, we are. I trust me. I, I'm enjoying this. I appreciate all the research and things that you do and bring to the table. And let's I uh, can't wait to the next show. Be blessed, brother. And we'll talk soon. Thank you, Lorenzo. Have a great uh, weekend. Uh, all you out there. Yep. Have a great weekend, everyone.